Hey sports fans, BMOC here. Start your day by playing Sportal, a sports-themed word-guessing game from our friends at Big Swing Games. You've got six chances to solve the puzzle. It's either a sports term, a sports personality, or a team name. Head to Sportal.pro to play. There's a new puzzle every day, and it's completely free. But if you like it, be sure to click that share button and send it to all your sports fan friends. Seriously, please do that. We need a win so bad. So bad. Like, really bad. So head to Sportle.pro. That's Sportle, S-P-O-R-T-L-E dot pro to play Sportle. Good times. We are speeding. All right, we're going to do this in three, two, one, QBMOC. Wildcard Weekend is in the books. We give our extremely tepid takes on the games and what comes next. Plus the highly exalted return of the two-minute drill. It's not Monday. It's not Tuesday. It's Sports Wednesday. Worldwide. Welcome to Sports Wednesday, everyone. Sports talk for the medium fan. That means big stories right, lots of details wrong. And if you're cool with that, we'll have a show. We're just three dudes hanging out in our respective suburban abodes. And uh, we don't know much about sports, but that doesn't stop us from talking about them. (laughs) My name's Pete Brown. I'm the big man on campus driving the trains tonight. Joining me, as always, he spent an entire study hall today sketching out new face tattoos. (laughs) It's the coach. Basketball legend Matt Longley, how are you, Coach? I, I think I've got it perfected too. It's beautiful yet angry at the same time. I'm doing good. That's a you want you want that in a good face tattoo. It's the only you thing know. you want. A variety of things, and of course, he's got six face tattoos and some sick guitar licks, which set this show apart. It's the maestro, Brian Hake. How are you, maestro? I'm doing all right tonight. You want to know what beer I'm drinking? Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, we'll just jump into what are you drinking? <laughs> what do you got? So my uh, Van Haken uh, bandmate yeah. brought these, he brought like a six pack of these. It's called Exit Stage Left Pilsner. It's a new brewery out of Dayton called Branch and Bone. Yeah, mm. how is it? It's pretty good. It's a nice pilsner. <laughs> and uh, can, we, can we just go ahead and promote that uh, Van Haken's going to be playing at Space Bar on February 11th? Space Bar. Saturday the 11th. Catch it. you got to catch them now before Maestro's arthritis makes it impossible to play. Eruption! Are you, are you playing with anyone on that, Bill? No, it's just us. Two sets. It's going to be our own little night. We'll play, uh, play a couple sets. Probably play some little DJ action between with some of Danny's favorite songs. Nice. Maybe a little slideshow. Very cool. But good. Yep. So the whole thing's celebration of uh, Mrs. Maestro's 50th birthday, which is what she wanted. She, what did you want? She wants Van Haken to play. I don't know why. She doesn't even like Van Halen, but she likes the energy we bring to a club. Nice. What are you drinking tonight, Coach? 
I'm drinking the uh, Burning River Pale Ale, uh, Great Lakes. Wow, a Burning couple craft beers. A couple craft Being beers. Sticking with the Miller High Life tonight, keeping mm. it light. MHL. So a little bit of housekeeping here before we get into what is destined to be a toy show. Uh, you can follow this show on the social medias at Sports Wednesday at Facebook, at, on TikTok and Instagram at Sports Wednesday, or on Twitter at Sport Wednesday. That's right, no S, still no S. And you can get your Sports Wednesday merch in time for Valentine's Day. You better order it this week. Go to SportsWednesday.com, click on merch. It'll take you to our Redbubble store where you can order all sorts of merch. Make just a reminder. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, make your honey love you. Get Sports Wednesday merch. Get the merch. Uh, and of course, uh, the other the other massive revenue stream keeping this show afloat is from our good friends at Sportal. Sportal, the only uh, sports themed word guessing game every day, going out there, free to play. Go to Sportal.pro to play Sportal. Sportal. Got it in the first. Got it in the first try today. Nice. In the first try, a little bit. back on the leaderboard. I'm number nine. Well, we have some controversy with a glitch last week. Yeah. On the, on the Sportal? We did. We did. I was irritated with that. I swear on my mother's grave, and she's alive, but I swear it was a glitch. I don't know what was going on. Weird glitch. It's better than uh, the first version of Sportal where if you guessed <laughs> a Y, it would crash. It's a little better than that. Yeah, a little bit better than that. Very good. And, of course, uh, on tonight, I watched uh, two basketball games tonight, fellas, believe it or not. Uh, Ohio Bobcats played Toledo at 7 p.m. They Toledo got out to a 20-point lead early. We never quite recovered. We lost that game 90-75. to 75. But the Kansas State Wildcats, right before Woo-hoo! we came on and were a little bit delayed, they went to overtime against number 2 Kansas and ultimately prevailed. Was it 81-80, I believe, was the final? 82-81. 82-81, thank you. On some, uh, just, I'll tell you what, K-State looks, they look for real to me. They are They've got hard. the pieces. I mean, Kansas yeah. is a really good team. And that was a, I, I caught the I caught overtime. Um, Kansas is a really good team, but Kansas State, they're, they're, they're going to make some noise. They're 15 and, they're 16 and 2. Like, this is a yeah. good team. They're 13 in the nation. They didn't, they're a good team. New coach. I like them. Sports Wednesday, medium sports for BMOC, unless we're talking about Kansas State or OU. <laughs> Go Cats on any level. Then he's, then he's extra medium. He's so and extra, medium. extra medium. Well, I didn't, uh, I didn't want to record last night because I wanted to watch the football game. So uh, recording tonight on a Tuesday, putting the show out on a Wednesday morning. Oh, so, exciting. Let's get right into it. Looks like we've got another round of Tepid Takes. Did I get it right this time? You did. You did. Uh, it sounds fantastic, okay. by the way. And if you're new to the show, you probably are wondering what's a tepid take. Well, it's a hot take on Sunday night that cools off by the time we get to Wednesday. So it's a little bit tepid, but we do them anyway. And uh, I like this, Coach. This is a Coach Show Sheet tonight. Uh, you have uh, We've picked games to talk about. So we're going we're gonna to throw it first with Maestro talking about a surprising Bills versus Dolphins game. What's your tepid take, Maestro? Oh, tepid sake. All right. So uh, 
If you listened to the show last week, I was pretty confident the Bills were going to cover oh, big. But I say they're going to win by three touchdowns. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That was not the game. No. Uh, Bills kind of eked by Miami, 34-31. Uh, Josh Allen was all over the place. He was good. He was bad. He was good again. Then he was bad again. Um, but the Dolphins, to their credit, they came to play. Their defense was good. Um you know, they had some creative offensive plays, so they hung in there, which, I, you know, like I said, give them credit. But I kept waiting for, like, Buffalo to take control and for Miami to go away in that game, and, and the Dolphins just wouldn't do it. They just kept fighting. No, and they, they sacked him a bunch, I want to say six or seven times. So and they were uh, – the defense came to play. And Josh Allen is a little – He's a good quarterback, but he is a little too careless with that football. He throws a lot of interceptions, and he does throw some balls that maybe he shouldn't. Um, and here's the thing. You get the good to get the bad. It's facts of life. That's what you get. Um, yeah. But he's going he's gonna... to – Think about him. Think about him as if he's, if he's a little off or he's a little bit unconfident with his throws. He'll just run it down. Because he's a beast. I mean, he is a beast. Yep. He is a beast. He's got uh, a little bit of Brett Favre in him, wouldn't you say? The gunslinger mentality? A little bit of a gunslinger. He, like when he gets up against the ropes, he's like, I'm just going to sling it. Because he believes he believes he can throw it in those tight pockets. And he can. He probably can throw a football through my head. But um, he believes that. It's, a, it's an unusually tiny head. It is. And him to do that is amazing. Um, but, yeah, I think he does. Hey, he's a confident son of a bitch. But sometimes he's losing. And he did uh, have, he did lead the league in, in interceptions this past year. So. Yeah, but I'd take it. Well, moving on to another game that uh, was missing a starting quarterback, the Bengals versus the Ravens. I think everyone thought once Lamar Jackson was out of this game, that was going to be all she wrote. But another another game with a strong defense playing hard. Cincinnati's offense struggled to find its footing, I would say, in this game. And I would be concerned because it's one thing to beat – the Ravens, led by Tyler Hunt, Hunter, Huntley, Hunt, Huntley. Huntley, Huntley. Thank you, thank you. Uh, and and quite another uh, when you're taking on the Bills or Kansas City. So, uh, I'll tell you what it it was it was a slugfest. You know, we knew this would be yeah, you predicted an, an interdivision slugfest, but it came down it came down to just a crazy fumble oh recovery God. return for 98 yards by Sam Hubbard, uh, and that was the difference in it. So. Uh, good for Cincinnati for surviving. This is their first back-to-back years with playoff wins, I think, in many years. Ever. Yeah. Uh, but I'll tell you, though, Huntley ahead. played well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, I, I think he was questionable even to start. They had a, their third stringer that yeah. they were thinking, yeah. and he stepped up. He played great. I mean, Huntley played and well. Dobbins played well, too. Yeah, and Skylar, Skylar Thompson for the Dolphins played well, uh, former Kansas State Wildcat, by the way. Yes. I... I would have given the ball to Dobbins more uh, than they did, uh, particularly on that last play and where where Huntley went up high with the ball and they just knocked it out. Yeah, I mean, that's a if a coulda, woulda, shoulda. I mean, I'm going to talk yeah. about that later. Um, but I got to say, just from that game, oh, I didn't mean to interrupt you at all. You're um, but from that game, Joe Burrow was running for his life. Like that offensive yeah. line is trash and they're hurt more. Um and the Bills, if you're if the Bills are watching, and they were, Joe is going to be he's and he's good under pressure. But man, if I were the Bills' defensive 
coordinator, I'm like, pin your ears back and just absolutely get yeah. after him. Um, make him beat you with his feet. Ah, yeah. I, that's It's scary. Yeah. Bengals lost their starting left tackle. That's the third starter that they lost from uh, an O-line, which, to be fair, wasn't even that good when everybody was No. And then they got a, their backup got hurt. So they're, they're working with practice squad guys. Oh, God. Good. Good luck. Good luck there. Well, uh, Coach, why don't you talk us through the, uh, the Buccaneers versus the Cowboys last night's game? Ah. So I like watching that game. Like I was intrigued by that game only because – you have the Tom Brady effect, but, um, and I didn't know, I didn't dream weaver. I didn't know what, um, what, what Cowboys team was going to show up because they got beat the shit out of at the end of the season. Uh, was it by Jacksonville? Um, commanders, the commanders. Yeah. So like, commanders, yeah. so like, you just didn't know what team, I, I just don't have a lot of faith in that team. And Dak Prescott played a great game. He played a really good game. And uh, Tom Brady, that team looked disinterested. Like, they looked like they were ready to go play golf. They're like, shit, we got to play in the playoffs. I was really hoping we were going to be done. Like, that team just had okay. no spark. And Are we uh, going to talk Are we gonna talk about it here now? I think it's time. Is it time? Four missed extra points. Oh. God, imagine, I felt so bad. Imagine if they lost by three. I mean, that is one thing against the Buccaneers, but they're playing San Francisco. They're going to need every point. I hope he. I, I think they're keeping him. That's, that's they what are. they said today. They they are, and he as as he got the yips. As Maestro said, it's a case of the yips. He's just got to he's got to go see a sports psychologist and get that out of his head, like yesterday. Yeah, it was like the it was like the field goal poster. <laughs> I mean, they're getting skinnier and skinnier. Oh. Yeah, that was that, yeah, was, was, that was that was. That was... I, I, fe- I felt, I felt like I was watching someone just come unglued on, on but, live television. But admit it, I'm going to admit it because I'm a, I'm a horrible person. After he missed the fourth one, I kind of wanted to see him miss this fifth one. I just couldn't believe I I wanted to see it. Like, is this I, really I, happening? I stayed up just yes. at that point because I was. Dallas had the game in hand at that point, but I was like, if they score again, I I wanted to see him make it just to like, be like, okay, I've gotten past this. So, and I was surprised after he missed two that they didn't just go for two, like take him off yeah. the field. Yeah, yeah, good for McCarthy. He put him out there and said, figure it out. Yeah, I'll tell you what though. I mean, technically Dallas just ran away with that game, but they didn't feel to me like they were that dominant. You know, because they're not. Like yeah. I, I think I think they just beat a really bad team. I think Tampa Bay is not very good, and I think Dallas, um, they're playing San Francisco next. Ooh. That's going to be a good. It could be a good game, or San Francisco could beat the ever living shit out of them. All right. Well, let's uh, let's let's travel on over to the game that cost BMOC some points: the Vikings versus. Oh no! Let's go to Jags. Jags versus the Chargers. That's a maestro game. Oh, that's mine. Um. I'll be honest, I only watched the first half and that was a tale of two halves. Yeah. I mean, like 27, 27 nothing. 27 nothing at one point. I think it, when they went into halftime it was 27-7, but I was like, ah, I got other shit to do. I'm done. <laughs> and uh that was not the case for Jacksonville because um Trevor Lawrence, man, he he figured out a way. He rallied. 
that could be a turning point in his career in that whole franchise. If you know the way he turned it around, he was precise, and um, Doug Peterson figured it out. They got the team rallied, and they came back. It was that was impressive. Yeah, he threw a bunch of picks in the first half. Like he had a horrible first half. Four, four, four picks. Yeah, he was... Four picks in the first half. Yeah, losing by twenty. Even though they scored that touchdown, I'm like, come I on, Chargers. I think I read somewhere his QB rating in the first half was like 25, 25 and then the second half, 144. Yeah. I mean, so you, that is amazing. The fact that the Chargers coach still has a job, he is, he is, they made the playoffs despite him, and then they stayed, they were in that game despite him, but then they lost because of him. I mean, I, I, I can't believe this guy still has a job. What I mean, did anybody watch the second half? Like what happened? They they just couldn't get was with were the Jags just that much better or did they so or did the the Bolts just not they were, have it? The Bolts kind of went away from their game plan and they it felt like they were playing not to lose. And then when they decided that they wanted to do something, Herbert was just not effective. It did the play calling didn't seem strong, it didn't seem inventive. And and credit the Jaguars, they 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 played strong defense, but Chargers yeah. scored 27 points on them. You can't score a field goal? Like, what are you doing? Yeah. You can't score two field so goals. I was, having a, I was talking to my son, and, you know, I'm a big Herbert fan, but I, I don't know if I, it's just because he's such a great athlete and you just, you know, you just love to watch him he's play. Got great but is, hair he, too. is he an elite guy, though? You know, does he have, like, can he care? He should have been able to carry that team. From a, a twenty-seven point, just figure it out and just carry them through that game. Like I just don't know if he's got like that special sauce that Mahomes or Josh Allen or Joe has. I mean, it's still early, so I I, I, I hesitate to say he doesn't because he's got all the physical tools. Um, I really think the right coach, and this guy's not it. The right coach that could come in there. Um, I think could flip the switch. And I think, I think immediately you get the right coach and I don't know who it is. Um, but like a Sean McVay type guy that comes in and like really turns things around, even though this guy was young, he's, I don't think he's very good. I think they're, they're content. They're that they, they could be one of the best teams in the AFC. He, he's that good. Like, I think his tools are that good and they've got good players. So like, yeah. I, I'm, it's, it's a head scratcher. Cause I, every year in the beginning of the year, I'm always like, this is the Chargers year. They got Herbert. They've got receivers. They've got a running back. They've got a defense. Like, what What the hell are they doing wrong? And, and it's the coach, yeah. I think. He's got to go. I think they got to go back to the darker blue in their unis. A hundred percent agree. Go back to the Fouts blue. Come on. Yeah. That's it. That's the reason why they don't win. All right. Well, uh, we all had fun texting each other about Urban Meyer because Jacksonville was on TV. <laughs> but you do have to give it up for Doug. Uh, Doug Peterson. 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 Thank you. Who uh, is apparently doing a pretty good job there. Pretty good job. You know, honestly, he was. He did a great job at Philly. You yeah. know, he just had he had some quarterback issues, some politics, and they forced him out. But he won a Super Bowl there. Yeah. Yeah. He's a quality coach. He's a former QB, so he's probably doing wonders for Trevor. Oh yeah. And so. There's a lot. I think the Jags are going to be a hot team. 
And now that they've got Nathan oh, Rourke, right? Oh, they're right. Ohio Bobcat now quarterback in the NFL. Unbelievable. I think he's probably going to be on the practice squad or something. He'll, he's going to make his or money that third way. string. Yeah. He just says he got the he got the rookie deal, seven hundred fifty thousand. Yeah. So good, good on him. Ohio University. Nathan Rourke had a great year in the CFL and uh, just signed with the Jaguars. Worked out for the Browns. Mm. One of the teams he worked out for. Yes, we passed on that. So, uh, all right. So let's talk about the team coaches all in on the San Francisco 49ers taking on the Seahawks. Oh, the first game. I watched this whole game. Sure uh, again, the, here's my takeaway from that game. And it was Seattle, the first half was great. They just kept responding. Every time San Francisco scored, the Seahawks would respond. Uh, right before the half, they're driving down and Geno Smith gets hit and fumbles. San Francisco takes its scores, then they get the second half kickoff scores, and the game is over at that point. It uh, yes. Was almost, you just how, how that fumble, you just saw the life get sucked out of the Seahawks, and then in the second half, they just got dominated. Seahawks had to play like, not, they, they basically had to play flawless football, and they were. Yeah. Like, when yeah. they, they threw that long touchdown to DK Metcalf, I was like, okay, this, this is going to be fun. Like, this is actually yeah. a game. But you're right. As soon as that fumble came through, they were just like, "Oh shit, we're not we're not good enough to beat them." <laughs> and I I feel I feel like you are seeing a great offensive system working well because Brock Purdy is is good. Don't get me wrong, but it's not like he's the guy taking the game on his shoulders. No. He's just doing what he's supposed to do within the system, and he's got Kittle and he's got Debo Samuel and, and he's, he's got Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, McCaffrey, and he spread it out to other guys because the whole defense has to worry about those three. That's why I was saying, like, you have to worry about those three guys every play. Somebody's going to be open. Like, Yeah, and the guy, you know, the guy that they brought McCaffrey in to replace is back now. Yes. So McCaffrey can take a rest. They're not really skipping a beat out there. I mean, they are. And they have a great defense. Like, oh, this team just seems scary good right now. Hey, Coach, you you lived in California for a while, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Salinas. Salinas, that's right. Is that anywhere near San Francisco? Yeah, it actually is. Not? It's it's south of is San Francisco. It? Yes. So yeah. so you can you can, like in in the way that you're a Syracuse fan, you can be like I can. I'm, I'm, yes, yeah. I can actually embrace the Niners and say I was actually in that area during my formative years. I can embrace them. All right, yeah. good times. Go Niners. Well, uh, I think all we have left then is, is we'll talk about the Vikings versus Giants game cost BMOC some points. Okay, so I'm just gonna, I'm going to make this short and sweet because um, yeah. uh, Minnesota is a fraud. They won on smoke and mirrors the entire year. If you believe they're 13. ten ten smoke and mirrors wins. No, I just want to tell you they won thirteen wins. But did you look yeah. at their point differential? It's the only time in like I don't know how many years where a team had won more than ten games, but they had scored less points than they had given up. So that just tells you at every loss that they had, they got their asses kicked, and they barely yeah. won every game. And the Giants, who knew they were any good? Um, nobody predicted that, that they were yeah. going to kick their ass. Daniel Jones looks like the next coming of – I mean, they're already anointing him as the greatest quarterback ever. And your boy, Saquon Barkley, picked the next week to have a really good game. Yeah, Could have used him last week, right? For sure. Yeah, that's yeah. why he didn't it, pick him. What it, what it so that was so medium. I know it was. Congrats. I know. Well, I will say this: Daniel Jones monkey. running the ball is something I haven't seen before, as no. effective as he was. So, 
All right, let's uh, let's look at these games then. And real quick, we're going to predict divisional winners. Uh, I'm going to call out the game. Coach, you tell us the line, then we'll just go one, two, three. All right, right. hold on. Right. Here, there we go. Hold on. Here we go. All right, uh, Buffalo Bills playing the Cincinnati Football Bengals. Okay, what's the, the line? The line on that is uh, Bills minus five. Minus five, Maestro. I get to pick. Yeah, you get to yeah. pick. Going with the spread. Oh, um, based on just our discussion, you know, it's hard. It's hard to root against Cincy. Obviously, we're homers or Ohio guys. Joe's from Athens, but I think the Bills are gonna gonna win this year. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Coach? Bills. Bills cover? Bills cover, yeah. All right, I'll just go oppo of that. I'll say Cincinnati doesn't win, but they cover. Okay, they cover. There you go. I like you. All right. Kansas- are we, are, is there money or is there scratch on this? What's going nah, on? It's just, just for fun. Unless we want to make side bets. Dragon rats. I would, but like, you know... Keeping track of all this stuff is just a full time job anymore. <laughs> Don't worry, I'm, I'm keeping track of what you owe me, so no worries there. <laughs> I do owe you quite a bit. I cleared the boards with Coach finally, but uh, all right, Kansas City, Jacksonville, Maestro. What's the line on that, Coach? Uh, eight and a half. Eight and a half. It opened at nine and a half, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it's so eight and a half now. Must have gone down. Well, I, I think I think Jacksonville will cover. Ooh. Yeah, I, I mean, I know Kansas City's going to be—they'll they'll be fresh, but I think Jacksonville's got some mojo. I think, I think Kansas City will win, but it'll be by like four. Okay, so I'm going to throw a little extra here. The over/under is 53. What do you think on that? Um, over. Oh, mm, interesting. I'm thinking like 35, 31, something like that. You don't think, coach? You don't think they over? It's going to hit. I don't because I think I think uh, I think Kansas City wins by a lot, but I don't think Jacksonville scores a lot. You say Kansas City covers? Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. I also am going to say the Chiefs cover. Uh, I don't know what to do with that over under. I'm going to think about it here. Maybe make a wager on it when we get to wagers. Nice. All right, San Francisco. That could be a good one for your brother. Brother. Okay. The KC Jacksonville. Yeah. All right, the over the over under or the straight line? I don't know. I just the game itself. See, that's what the game that I was picking that I thought was I was afraid to take the other side because my heart says Kansas City is going to boat race them. But every time I feel that way with Kansas, City, I know I you're right. Play. You're you're so right. All other right. than that, Seahawks. I mean, a lot of these games have been close that mm-hmm. we didn't mm-hmm. expect to be close. Mm-hmm. All right, where are we at? All right. Niners, Cowboys, what's the line? The line is four, plus four to Dallas, minus four plus to San four. Francisco. Plus four to Dallas. It must be Dwight Clark playing. What do you think, Maestro? It's hard to, to, to not root uh, for San Francisco right now. Um, I think they cover that. I think they are Agreed. solid, and I think they're going to expose Dallas for the frauds that they've always been. God, Maestro, I've never liked you more than what you just said. That was... I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that a lot. Yes, I'm all on the Niners, and I... You're saying they cover? I say they cover, and you're right. Dallas is a bunch of frauds. God, that made me feel all warm inside. I really enjoyed that. That's right. (laughs) Just for the hell of it, I'll say Dallas covers. Of course you will. (laughs) Mr. Oppo. I knew it was going to happen. 
yeah. There's a, the points still matter. Points still uh, matter. All right. What's the over under on that game? Do you have that coach? Yeah, the over under on the Philly game or the uh, Dallas game. The over under is forty six and a half. Mm, that's a tough. I one. like. I like. I like the over on that. Okay, Giants Philly, Maestro. You want to know the line? Yes. yes Philly minus seven and a half. That's a big line. That is a big line. Phillies did they did they beat the Giants all season? Badly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, man, I, it's it's in Philly. Jalen is is Jalen is the outlier here because we just don't know what his health is. Um. He says he's good. Fuck it. I think I think he's gonna rally. He's gonna take some ibuprofen, and because uh, <laughs> that's what they give him. Uh, Philly's gonna cover. Giants suck. Cover. Okay. Yeah. That's a big line, man. It's a big line between rivals. It's a scary line. What are you What are you doing, Coach? Oh, fuck. I don't want to drink the Giants Kool Aid because I, I, I'm afraid of that Kool Aid. But I don't. I don't. Hundred percent New York City water. You right. don't want to it's drink sewer, that. But I don't hundred percent. I'm going with the Giants because I've been. I don't believe a hundred percent in Philly. I know you do, BMOC. Maybe you do too. I just don't. I'm taking Giants in the points. I don't know if they win, but I think they cover. All right. Have you watched Philly this year? Yeah, they're pretty good. <laughs> yeah, they're really good. Uh, all right, I wasn't sure what I was going to do because uh, part of me was like, you know what, throw one out for hoops and say the Giants cover, but I think uh, you guys have convinced me to go with the Eagles to cover. Eagles. Eagles. All right, that's your divisional winners. Those are our predictions. It's time to get into the next half of the show where we spend a good 90 to 95 <laughs> minutes. and sweating all right so we're going to start here talking about the wagers of the week this is where we uh, make a wager we all started with 10 points and we've uh, turned them into small fortunes by wagering those points <laughs> over the course of the year maestro uh he lost last week on on the bills they didn't uh, cover the spread so that he is down to four points he has turned his 10 points into four points <laughs> and that sounds bad till you get to bmoc who has turned his 10 points into negative 24 points he's going to have to I lost on Minnesota, who I thought might cover. Uh, lost, lost badly. Yes. So uh, I'm gonna. I might have to start uh, selling my plasma or something to keep keep wagering here at negative twenty four. Coach, uh, who has been up near a hundred and over a hundred this season, down to eighty four points as the Chargers uh, lost that we game all lost. as well. We, so all, we all lost. We lost. That's a triple We're loss. All a bunch of losers. Bunch, bunch of losers. Bunch so of let's goddamn losers. Take a look at uh, what we're going to do. Maestro, what it looks like you're heading back to the EPL. I am heading back to the EPL. Um, and, you know, it's obvious, obviously it's easy to bet on Arsenal right now. They're the top team. But I will say this week is a tough one because they're playing Man U and they're the other hot team in the EPL right now. Uh, Man U beat uh, Man City last week in the big rivalry uh, derby game. So, um, But I'm going to wager 16 points that Arsenal uh, prevails. Nice. Try to get myself get to back twenty. That, get uh, to twenty. Get to twenty. All right, coach. What are you doing? I'm gonna. I'm gonna stick with the. Uh, I'm going with the Chiefs. 
versus the Jaguars, minus eight and a half. I'm going to take that line. Uh, Chiefs cover, 16 points. I'm going to get to a nice, clean 100. All right, 16 points there. Then I'm going to go ahead, and uh, I'm in negative, so I can only wager 10 points. But I'm going to go ahead and take the over on the Dallas San nice. Francisco. Nice. So what did it say? 46 and a half. Yeah, I just 40, gave you the line. 46 and a half. That's take right. It. All right, and we'll see how that goes. Uh, these are just points. They they just result in bragging rights, which is pretty important. You know, it's very if important. You take, take advantage of them. Meister was a fantasy football champion. He had bragging rights for a whole year. Uh, and I did. He loved it. He hey, loved little it. little loved side, little side notes. Yeah. Um, I joined the uh, e- I joined an EPL fantasy team. How are you doing? Fantasy league this year? Yeah, I'm winning. No I'm way, winning. you are not. The one where Patrick said you didn't know what you were doing and you didn't send in all your guys. Yep. You're winning I've won, it? I've won. I'm winning it. I've won like 10 straight games. It's awesome. They hate me. I, I just want do. to point out that Arsenal has been unstoppable since Maestro adopted them. I know, right? It has everything to do with Maestro. It has everything to do with Maestro. To do with Maestro. But wait, not, their great, not their great coach or their great goalkeeper. No, you! Those great players. Well, they're nice haircuts. All right. Wager of the week. That's just points. It's just points. Just we points. also, though, we wager real money with real consequences in the real world when we bet with Coach's Breda. You would think Bretta would listen to the show just to hear just the song every week. I know. Jesus. Well, I'll tell you what. Our uh, As per use, we are down to Coach's brother. We, again, we won got... the previous week, but then we lost again 10 bucks on that Bills game. God, I thought so we, we were, were down 40 bucks. So I, can, I, can I interject here? Yeah, please do. We, we, have, we have dilly-dallied spending our winnings from Bretta last year. Yeah. Are we going to end up? Squandering yes, all of and last giving it back to him and giving it back to him this year. Yes, it could happen. For fuck's possible. sake, it's possible. But not recommended. No. All right, all right, coach. What game do you want? So here's what you, you thinking of throwing. Uh, okay, so the the Jacksonville one. If we take Jacksonville, I need you two to talk me off the ledge and say Jacksonville. Can can cover the eight and a half because I think KC. I'm on the other side of that one, but I, I we can throw it out there. But I feel like he'll take KC, and we'll be stuck with Jacksonville. You guys got to talk me off the ledge on that one. Well, here's the thing about Jacksonville: they can't afford to do what they did last week. Well, they get Kansas down, City it's over. Will, yeah, they'll they'll. But Kansas City's defense is not great. They're not. They have the worst uh, red zone defense right. in the league. So, yeah, I just think Trevor Lawrence is feeling good. I don't know. There's there's something there. Where do you... Maybe not as much as, as the mojo we're getting from San Fran, but so like, what's what's option B? The option, option B, B is with... I, I like looking at a game that if I had I I like to look at it and say if I had either team and it's less than a touchdown I'm okay with and that's Cincy and, and Buffalo, only because I feel like both Buffalo didn't look great. And Cincy didn't look great, so you got two teams that are really good that didn't look great. So one of them, it, it could be. 
I, but you were you were pretty uh, vocal about the offensive. I know that. I know that's, that's a problem. So I'm right now. I'm I'm out. I don't know. Someone talk to me. Give me what, some direction here. What about what about that uh, Giants Niners game? That's a three point line. That could go either way. I'm sorry, not Giants Niners. Dallas. Da- okay. I could I could go that way. I, I, I th- he's going to take. San he's Fran taking now. San Fran. He's taking the home. He's taking the home. Okay, well, then let's give him Casey Jacksonville and come up me. That's what I say. All right, so Casey yep. Jacksonville. Let's I'm do cool it. That. All right, done. Ten bucks. Yep. Ten bucks. Yep. Okay. Co- Coach is sending that off while uh, I'm going to tell Maestro. Yeah, let's talk about Trevor Lawrence for a second because I feel like when I look at this guy, he is a character in an '80s movie who has just transferred into a high school. And uh, because he's a new kid, the first kids he makes friends with are like the geeky kids. And then he joins the football team and he's really good. And then all the popular kids want him to hang out with them, but he's friends with the geeky kids. And he's kind of caught between these two worlds. <laughs> Get down with that. Did you, see that. Did you see that TikTok of him going in the Waffle House after that victory? I, I heard about it. I didn't see it. Yeah. It's pretty funny. He goes into a Waffle House with like an entourage, and he looks really, really uncomfortable with like people recognizing him. Which I'm like, if if you want to go incognito, then cover up that hair, man. Put it in a hat or something. He's like Sunshine from Remember the Titans. That's who he is. I know. I know. I always talk about us just being three dudes in our respective suburban abodes. But I'll tell you what: if you go to the Waffle House by us at two in the morning, it's crazy. What goes on there? Oh, it's insane. For sure. Late night Waffle House? Uh Uh-oh. Yeah. All right, that's Mm. Batman with Coach's brother. That brings us up. Man, this show's cooking, fellas. It is cooking. Cooking. All right, we have a a segment in the show. We do it every week, and it's good for our health, uh, our mental health and our our physical health. Because if we have something we got to get off our chest, we get, get it off our chest. We call it a rant. But sometimes we make mistakes in the show, and we correct it. We call that a correction. And sometimes we have something we want to recommend in the world to you all, uh, and we call that a recommendation. And the entire bit is called... Rants and Corrections. Recommendations. I don't know how I feel about that one. I feel like it's better than recent attempts, Coach, but still rough. Still rough. I'm still I'm still workshopping it. He had a little zippity zip. He had a, a little zippity zip last week. What was it? It was like recommendations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. A little bit of scatting thrown in there at the end. All right. Scat. Ooh, scat. <laughs> what did he scat thrown? All right. This is, uh, this is, this is open mic style, and I am seeing recommendation, recommendation, recommendation. Apparently, we don't have rants this week, so let's hit uh, up. Let's throw it to Maestro first. What do you reckon? Oh, you know, it's the deep, dark doldrums of winter where all we can do is watch shows mm-hmm. and movies and stuff. So. Um, I should have a new bit on the show where it's just called Maestro's Insomnia Shows. Yeah. I, I do have a series of shows that just I watch, like the family doesn't watch, wifey doesn't watch. I watch them in the middle of the night with cr- closed captioning on. But anyway, my current show series is, it's an HBO show. It's called His Dark Materials. Oh, uh, yeah. I think it's based on a book, but I th- and I think there was actually a movie, but it's become a series. Um, but I've been enjoying it. I watch some... Uh, just finished up the second season. I think there's a new third season. 
It's very fantastical. It's kind of violent, kind of political, but it's uh, I've been enjoying it. His Dark Materials. Is it got like uh, like fantasy characters in it? It does, but it's like multiple worlds. So there's like a, our our current world, and then there's like splits that you can kind of go into different universes that are kind of parallel. Yeah, with uh, different authoritarian shit going on and religions and stuff like that. So, so. I gotcha. All right, Coach, you're wrecking. Okay, so I have um, I have two wrecks, but the first one is uh, I watched. Uh, the Last of Us on HBO, and it's it's been mm-hmm. highly touted, and it's been pushed, and then um, it lives up to the hype. It's it's a really damn good show, really good. One episode, and it's one episode in, and, and really Coach is going good, all in. really good. The other one is an easy watching. I don't know if you guys have watched uh, Our Flag Means Death on HBO. Uh, it's I think it's uh, Taki Watiti. Is am I saying it right? Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. it's basically a it's it's a really good take on it's like pi- a pirate, it's the pirate show. It's like a pirate. Um, yeah, and it's really it's easy watching. Um, it's got the guy that's uh, that was in Flight of the Concord. It's not the two uh, bandmates, but their manager is Murray. Yes, Murray. and he is he's he's so well. I mean, it's 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 really funny if you like that type of humor. You'll watch it and you'll know immediately if you like it, or you'll be like, "I don't want to watch this. I'm done." Uh, it's good. So uh, our flag means death. Give it a watch. I feel like oh it, I feel like I gave it a shot and it didn't didn't land with me. But I'll give it another. Give it a shot. little longer. Uh, the first couple episodes are okay. It gets a little bit better. Um, like I said, it's easy watching. Yeah, I, I think I was watching with Mrs. BMOC, and if it's not true crime, she's going to complain about what I'm watching. <laughs> This is not true. I hear you. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, you, you fellas know BMOC loves the spy shows. They're, 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 they're the true crime for BMOC. Uh, and there's two that I want to recommend. The first was the new season of uh, Jack Ryan, which came out on Amazon Prime. Let's just say – I just want to say it's great that the Russians are bad guys again. I understand the war in Ukraine is terrible. <laughs> But when you got Russians as bad guys, the shows are just better. It's easy. True. We burned through watched the re- we watched the recruit, and it was the same thing. The Russians were the yeah. bad guys again. I burned through that. I burned through those new episodes. I it was they came out mid December, like the twenty first of December, and I was done by Christmas. So sorry. Now there there is a little bit of like too much Jack Ryan worship going on in there, yes. right? And but if you can accept that, you know, because they're like. Mr. President, only Jack Ryan is out there protecting our, you know, and <laughs> leaving him on an island. Yeah, but otherwise, I thought it was a, a, a decent entry into what I think has been a decent series. Uh, and then the other spy show, which don't I don't ever talk about that show to a breakdancer, Mike. That's all I'm going to say. No, Why I'm does sure. he, he hate? Does he, he hates like it or not like it? He's like, what? What did we do without Jack Ryan? I mean, he might as well just be a one man <laughs> CIA, right? Oh I've talked about Reacher with, with Breakdancer, Mike. <laughs> well, here you go. Uh, all right. Well, here's the other one, and it's 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 a little slower-moving uh, British show called Slow Horses. And uh, the first season was great with Gary Oldman in it, but the second season is even better, which is something you almost never get to say. So if yeah. you like, your, like a good British spy uh, show, I recommend Slow Horses on Apple TV. Nice. Nice. 
I'm gonna read the book. I like it's. It was good enough that I'm like I should read the book. This is based on. Damn. Well, there you go. And that's that's it. Three recommendations for you. I'm gonna recommend you. So, so just putting it out there. there. Putting it out there. No negative. We don't do much with our lives. We watch TV. That's what we do. We watch sports. Hey, hey it's January. What else? Seriously. Do? It's dark at four thirty. I mean, come on. <laughs> I came up with a new nickname for Petey, guys. So I want to lay it out here for you. Go for Tell it. What you think? Ready? Yeah. Petey, the intern. He's also known as the poor man's corgi. <laughs> <laughs> Does he have corgi butt? <laughs> that'll that'll stick. He's, he's just he's got the shape. He's got the shape for it's it. All right, that's corgi. rants, corrections, and recommendations. That brings us to the Mitch Ballyhood. Ballyhood. <laughs> What's I haven't that? played this in a while. No, you haven't. Two minutes. No. Two minutes. Oh, no. He's workshopping it right in front of I us. I forgot it. Two minute drill. Two minute drill. <laughs> I forgot. Oh, my God. I forgot it. What are we doing here? Acapella. Two minute drill. Wow. Oh. That's okay. That's all right. He's, his head is full of Van Halen riffs. He's, he can't be expected to remember all the well, sports Wednesday riffs. There it is. There we go. Right, we, can, we can fix that in place, right? Yeah. All right, Coach, tell them how the two-minute drill works. All right. It's called the two-minute drill because each of one of us, there are three of us, we get 20 seconds to talk about whatever we want. We can talk about movies. We can talk about shows. We can talk about people that annoy us. But here's the funny part. This is the best part. It's called the two-minute drill. We named it the two-minute drill. It's supposed to last two minutes, but it never does. And that's why we call it the two-minute drill. All right. So 20 seconds, two times each, equals two minutes. That would be two minutes. We've never, go- We've never gone over. We're going maestro, then coach, then me. You ready, maestro? Let's do it! Your two-minute drill starts now. All right, so Maestro got up early on Sunday and, and was watching Sports Center while I was waiting to leave for soccer, and uh, I learned all kinds of stuff. The one big thing I learned was that our OSU women's basketball team is 18 freaking and 0. Yeah, they're great. They're Ranked really two in the nation. They are fantastic, so uh, that was news to me, and f- fantastic that they are so good, so... Oh man! That Cognitive decline. Shit! <laughs> Shit! Where, how are the Lady Bobcats doing? Do they even have a team? Yeah, they oh, no. They're in DJ No. They're probably yeah, in the I, World I, Cup. Oh uh, <laughs> shit! I don't think they. Uh, I don't even think they say. I don't know. On the it's on the outs as well. Oh man. All We're right. Fix that in post. We're gonna fix that in post. All right. Are you ready? Yeah. Go, Buckeye women's team. There we go. Eighteen and zero. All right. <laughs> Time, coach. Okay, so my take is uh, it's a two-parter. The first part is OSU part one, and that is um, it happened in the Cincinnati Baltimore game, and Sam Hubbard who is a guy that wasn't highly touted, 
Uh, out of everybody from OSU that came out that year, no one thought that he'd ever make any type of mark in the NFL. Not a lasting one. And this dude has probably the biggest moment of his life, picking up the ball and scampering 98 yards for the game winner to win a game in, in the playoffs. And uh, and I've, I'm a guy that's like, you know, Sam, he's a, he's a good guy. He's fine. But, like, he's he's that guy that you root for because he defied all odds. And despite the fact that he wasn't Chase Young, he got his moment. And, and good for him for having his moment. Sam Hubbard, 98 uh, yards. He, he's better than that, dude. I mean, he's, he's a blue-chip athlete. He was a lacrosse player that Urban was like, hey, you, you're going to play football. He didn't even play football and left his junior year. Right, but he he's was doing just fine. Oh, no, he's doing great. But, like, this moment is is a – I love that he had this moment. It's a – it's this – he got to run 98 yards to win the game. Good for him. No, Sam. I'm, I'm, with, I'm with you there, but, yeah, he's, he's, he's great. <laughs> Sam, old mother Hubbard. Yes, time. All right, uh, fellas, uh, big news coming out of Cleveland. The Browns fired their defensive coordinator. They hired Jim Schwartz. May the Schwartz be with the Cleveland Browns uh, defense, hopefully. And I'll tell you what, I understand the Browns were 7-10, and but if you look at where the defense broke down, we could have easily been 10-7 in a couple of those games. Uh, Jim Schwartz, I I know he was head coach of the Lions, but I mostly remember him from that Eagles team that won the Super Bowl that my Correct. was talking about earlier. Twenty eighteen, he was their defensive coordinator. So I like the I like it. Jim. I like Nate it. Schwartz be with you. Schwartz, <laughs> Maestro. All right, I just wanted to give a quick. Also, what I learned in the in Sports Center was that we're forty five games into the NHL season Ooh. already, which is nuts. So I just wanted to give Hockey. a quick Hockey. a quick update on the teams that are hot. Um, you know, right now in the uh, in the Western Conference, we got the Winnipeg Jets leading their their uh, conference, and the Golden Knights winning leading their conference. But I will say the Seattle Kraken are hot. They had a, like a eight or nine game winning streak, so that's on the West side. And then on the East side, far and away the the top team in the NHL right now, Bruins. Bruins. The Bruins, as, as BMOC likes to say, they're at seventy two points already. They have only lost. Four game, four or five are games this year, me? which is nuts. Most of the top teams are around like high fifties, fifty nine points. Bruins seventy two points. They're hot, hot. And then you got the Hurricanes, Carolina Hurricanes. Um, there you go, NHL. Oh, and one other thing I wanted to say: Ovechkin's having a pretty good year. He's had thirty goals. Yep. Um, I know there's a lot of attention with him because he's about what I would say seventy goals away yep. from um, Gretzky. From Gretzky, yeah, that's going to happen. I think if he keeps playing the way, unless he gets really badly injured, but the next couple seasons he's going to he's going to get that mark. Oh, Ovechkin. Yeah. So, I uh, I agree with I agree with that, Maestro. I've heard that about Ovechkin, and uh, I think he's I think he's playing to get it. Yeah, he is. So uh, I love hockey updates because I always I, I'm like, okay, uh, over in the Campbell Conference, you got the Hartford Whalers. <laughs> what about the Norris? Uh, in the Norris Division, you got the Atlanta Flames. Flames. Time. I, mean, I won't even bring up CBJ. They, they suck. Yeah. All right, this is my OSU take two. Uh, same game, same play. Uh, obviously, Tyler Huntley went over and, and the ball fumbled out of his hand. Happens, the game gets over, of course. 
they talked to another OSU alumni, J.K. Dobbins. And J.K. Dobbins, classy individual, basically says they should have given me the ball, throws their quarterback under the bus, basically called out Tyler Huntley, who basically kept him in the game and was playing injured because Lamar couldn't play. And J.K. Dobbins, and no offense, J.K., you're not that good. You've been hurt for many years. You're, you really have no leg to stand on. Um, and I hated the fact that he called out his own teammate after the game, immediately after the game. I thought that was a low blow. Um, so J.K. Dobbins can suck it for all I care. That was I thought that was crap. So thumbs up for Sam yeah. Lovett, thumbs down for J.K. Dobbins. Yeah. It's, you don't it's throw your tough, teammates right? under the bus. You, you don't do that. It's right. It, it's one thing to say, I want to be the man. Give me the ball, but it's it's another thing to kind of say. I don't know. Here's the thing, Marsha, Marshawn Marshawn Lynch, Lynch could say that because Marshawn yeah. Lynch was Marshawn Lynch. That was a mistake. Yeah. He doesn't throw uh, Wilson under the bus because of that. He said it was a bad nope. play call. J.K. Dobbins is not Marshawn Lynch. I'm sorry, you're just no. not. So you don't get to say that. All right, time, time, fellas. I'm going to talk a little baseball to end the show Ooh, here. What? The rumor is Shohei Otani will be the first $500 million man. What? He is negotiating a new contract. He got paid last year $30 million for one season. He is negotiating a long-term deal with the Angels. And rumor is it's going to be bigger than Mike Trout's and as well it should be $500 million. Holy That's half a billion. Half a billion dollars. Half a billion dollars. And they still won't make the playoffs. The Angels. Oh, yeah. Half a billion dollars. That's like 30% of the total value of Sportal. <laughs> Just a reminder, head to Sportal.pro to play the Daily Sportal. Time! And that was your the one and only two-minute all right. I'm, go- well, I'm Googling right now if it's okay to call the women's <laughs> house bucket. I, I don't know. I don't think it's like a huge infraction, but I do remember even when I was working as a sports writer, like the, the women's teams at the local college we covered asked like us that. not to do that. Yeah. That was only 30 years ago. Yeah, it was only 30 <laughs> years ago. While Maestro well, Google's... There being no other sports fit to be discussed in a medium sort of way on behalf of basketball legend Matt Longley and the maestro Brian Hake. I'm Pete Brown, the big man on campus, saying take care of yourselves, take care of each other, and good times, everybody. Good times.
Sports Wednesday is produced by Blue Monkey Communications and features basketball legend Matt Longley, the maestro Brian Hake, and me, Pete Brown. Some music and sound effects from today's show came from the websites audionautics.com and freesound.org. Visit sportswednesday.com for complete attribution. You can follow us on Twitter at Sport Wednesday, that's sport with no S, Wednesday, and on Instagram at Sports Wednesday. For more information about the board game Hoopsters, visit hoopsters.store, drop your email address in, and we'll keep you in the loop. Until next Wednesday, and on behalf of basketball legend Matt Longley and the maestro Brian Hake, I'm Pete Brown, the big man on campus, saying good times, everybody. Good times. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do